Instamersion. Welcome back, everybody, to I Am Talk. We have my very good friend, Kaleo Alexalda, also known as Kaleo Del Sol, if you know back in the day, or more recently, more Kaleo Vi. Kaleo Vi, that's Kaleo? the one. Yeah, it's what like, it's, you know, Snoop Dogg had his Snoop Lion mm. phase, and uh, Puff Daddy had his Diddy phase. So Yeah, 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 just yeah. different, different... Uh, iterations. Iterations, maturity, different... Yeah. Uh, self-development. I love that, yeah, I love that. It's progression, right? It's a, it's a journey. Yeah, right? Kaleo is a very successful broker, uh, and um, you've also started a new uh, school for potential uh, licensees regarding real estate. Yeah, that's right. It's called the Hawaii Institute of Real Estate. And it's for anybody that's wanting to get real estate licensed and um, in the state of Hawaii. That's awesome. We're going to get to that in a little bit, but I just always love recollecting uh, how we first intersected and yeah, just kind of going back way back, uh, what is it, 2006, 2007. Mm -hmm. And I remember you uh, meeting you through our church. I think it might've been through young adults or whatnot. Yeah. But you being the, the, the church choral director, yeah. uh, I just imagined King David in his loincloth and just passionately <laughs> worshiping. But that's just the passion that Kaleo had being a musician and just having the heart to just want to mentor and, 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 and just lead people. Yeah. And I also remember working on your first album, yeah, uh, the right. graphics for Aloha for now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You did a great job. Oh, thank and you. Thank you. Thank you. You know what we should do? We should uh, make an NFT what is of that? That, al that album cover. Yeah. NFTs? Oh, it's the next big thing. Um, no, you're, you're probably I'm going to be able bro. to. I'm old, bro. I don't know exactly. Somebody will tell you about it on your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Khalil, tell me a little bit about your journey. I know you went from landscaping to being a realtor, now a broker, yeah. and now real estate school, but wherever you want to kind of start in your journey. Yeah, man. Well, I started off um, in my professional life as a musician here in the state of Hawaii, and um, just being in hotel settings and... Um, restaurants and bars and kind of in my late 20s I thought to myself you know you probably get in a lot less trouble if you weren't in a bar every night oh. so let's, <laughs> dangerous, dangerous. yeah and I, I don't want to look down the road and um, well I was kind of looking down the line like that's not the kind of life that I want to have Definitely, in the future. Yeah. You know, if you want a family you want to have kids um, you're probably looking to getting a career yeah you fell into a career that i'm very passionate about i'm not a realtor per se but i just love the investment side i just yeah. love real estate as a whole just um what yeah how you can grow your portfolio and then also create generational wealth and i mean like the list goes on and on but how is it for you just diving into that real estate world you know the biggest thing that i did early on that benefited my career was finding a mentor mm. and i think the apprenticeship model of education is overlooked and not really realized in today's modern culture yeah when we were growing up the path to career was education formal education um, but the path that has benefited me the most was that apprenticeship mentorship model of seeing somebody successful and just being a servant, mm, you know, yeah. how can I be of use to you? And it's, it's not as formal as education, like, okay, I'm going to show up at this time. I'm going to learn these things. Right, right. It's it was, very organic. It's very, very organic. Yes. You just show up and it's like, what are we doing today? You need me to go to Home Depot? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to pick up some I'm light down. switches. I'm down just right. to be around you, just to learn from you, just mm -hmm. to glean from you, um, to take whatever I exactly. can. I don't want to say take, but just uh, be able to be influenced, right? Yeah, by... and there is a taking. There's a mutual taking, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm gathering this knowledge from you, and there's this symbiotic relationship where 
I'm, I'm helping you sure. achieve whatever you're looking out for and, and we're able to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be the stork to your hippopotamus, if you will. In order for a, a good mentorship relationship to succeed, obviously they have to, as a mentor, see some potential in their mentee, right? And so I'm sure yeah. that they were able to just see the person that you are becoming, the person, the, the potential. Right? Potential. And that's key because, um, you know, when we start talking to people, whether it's um, ment future mentees or students, um, the realization hasn't really occurred. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about that relationship is as the mentor, as the teacher, you're able to draw out yeah. um, the future beautiful things that yeah. are going to be um, correct me forth. If Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, at least from what I'm observing and seeing, I think it's probably maybe within the last few years, I've just really seen your um, uh, real estate career just take off in, mm. in, a, in a new direction, in a new way. But maybe just enlighten me with, uh, you know, what's been going on the last few years. Sure. Um, one of the things that I've always tried to do, um, whether it's in real estate or any aspect of life, is um, collect experiences, mm. you know. So some people will start off um, entrepreneurial ventures with the intent of making money, yeah. right? Um, any entrepreneurial venture I've taken on, yeah, profit was an objective, but education Definitely. is actually the main objective. Mm. And I was fortunate to have mentors early on who would kind of coach me along the way and say, hey, if you net zero, that's a win. Because at least one, you didn't lose, yeah. and then two, <laughs> I love that. you got the education. Wow! So, uh, a couple years back was my first um, complete home renovation, fix and flip nice. in Hawaii, and uh, yeah, I, I had a mentor come alongside me and say, "Hey, um, tack on whatever your estimates are. Tack on another twenty percent. <laughs> wise, very wise. <laughs> and if you come out at zero you win. Wow. And so he helped me manage my expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, that sets you up for success, right? Yeah. Because if, uh, if you had it flipped and whether you lost money and you were like, ah, oh, I didn't learn anything from this, then it's just kind of a, a, a skewed perspective to have, yeah, right? Exactly. So yeah, I love that. Um, so flips were, were uh, something that you um, have been doing for a while mm -hmm. or? Yeah, I've got a few rental properties. And so that's, um, that's really helping me out in giving me the space to be able to create. Yeah. Um, what I encourage uh, the people that I mentor is we want to set up as soon as you can afford to buy an equity position in something. Mm. And we define equity as an asset that is going to increase in value, ownership in an asset that's right. going to increase in value. As soon as we have an equity position set up, we want to generate that passive income with that equity. Yeah. And that passive income is going to allow the equity holder, the psychic energy in that space, mm. right? And time to be able to create something of value. And I'm sure that that's something that you've experienced in oh, your life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Over and over again, right? Because kind of once you learn that formula and you kind of learn what works and what doesn't work, yeah. but you learn from experience and it just kind of proves itself over time, do a, little, a few little tweaks that it can be very profitable in many regards, right? Yeah. Um, you speak a lot about mentorship. So I kind of see this promotion of, things that you've gained through those experiences and then you also being a mentee before but now having the heart to mentor mm -hmm. yeah so tell me a little bit more about just yeah just um your desire for um just being able to pass on your own experiences and knowledge and wisdom and all yeah, that sure um i think it is a very time tested model mm -hmm. we were talking about that a little earlier about how 
um, formal education has got a lot of attention in the last 50 years. But that apprenticeship, that mentorship model, man, it's been around for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about symbiosis right. and how both the mentor and the mentee are benefiting from that relationship. I think one of the main downfalls of modern education is we've made consumers mm. out of students, right? Yeah. Whereas the students should be coming into the education scenario as a servant. Mm. Right? And just as we have servant leadership, we should have um, student learner yeah. ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know right? what you're saying. <laughs> so even within church, I remember when they would encourage kids like, go find yourself a mentor. Yeah. And the mentorship model in those scenarios was, oh, hey, a very successful person, mm -hmm. can you please take an hour out of your day once a week to sit down with me and have sure. coffee? Right. And it's a very consumeristic yeah. scenario, whereas the, um, the person that is learning should be going to the mentor. And uh, mm -hmm. one of my mentors in spiritual life, Alex Michelle, kind of yeah. taught me, he's like, you know, when, when Jesus was making disciples, there wasn't this opportunity for the disciples to say, oh, Jesus, can you come and meet me once a week for coffee? Like Jesus <laughs> said, follow me. Yeah. It's like, right? let's do life together. Yeah. Come on. I'm going go. here. Yeah. If you want me to disciple you, yeah. then you come here too. Mm. Right? And so there, there needs to be a humility in approaching a mentorship relationship. It's like, um, I'm, I'm going to bring something to the table. Yeah. I'm bringing my I'm bringing my, I'm bringing these hands. They yeah, don't yeah, sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's something so powerful in that servanthood model, right? When you're coming, whether it's through the, the, the position of the mentor or the mentee to say, mm -hmm. hey, my heart is to here to, is to serve, mm -hmm. right? Is, is to give first rather than to take first, but actually come in a, in a position of humility to where they're almost considering each other better than themselves. Yeah. so to speak right yeah, and it's very kind of counter thinking right because we think or i think maybe like the world might think hey if i'm gonna hire a, a, a teacher or if i'm gonna hire a, a professional or like hire a mentor then mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i pay good money and i'm supposed to get my money's worth right but in this organic what you call like a symbiotic model completely a total different game changer yeah. right yeah Awesome, awesome. And so you mentioned uh, you have the start of a new real estate school to help develop um, people that are interested in getting their real estate license. And yeah, that's right. How did, how did this all come about and what's your heart behind that? Yeah, so um, me and my mentor a couple of years back switched over to a different brokerage firm, eXp Realty. And the way that that brokerage firm is organized is it actually incentivizes mentorship, ah, yeah. that. recruiting and mentorship. Yeah. And there are not a lot of models within the real estate industry mm. that incentivize fostering um, the progress right. of <laughs> who otherwise might be your competition, mm. right? And so at our brokerage firm, we have a vested interest in the development and the success right. of the people that we bring on board. Mm. And so with that model shift, um, my mentor was telling me like, maybe it's time for you to mentor. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, what a telling sign of you know how far you've arrived. If your own mentor is telling you, "Hey, Kaleo, now is the time yeah. for you to give back to pour back and to just build the next generation of uh, uh, the next uh, tier of uh, real estate agents." Yeah. Very fortunate. Very yeah. Fortunate. Um. So, 
uh, what do you look for? I mean, can anybody just sign up or is there an application process or is there some kind of vetting process? How? Yeah, sure. So they would contact me, go to our website, which we can pitch a little later. Sure. <laughs> and yeah, just sign up and we are offering in-person classes and online classes yeah. as well. There's just, you know, like any, any industry, there's just a whole pool of real estate agents. You know, yeah. there's a lot of competition, but at the same time, there's enough um, fish in the sea, right, for, you know, to be able to feed everybody. Yeah. Um, what do you think would be the incentive for somebody to get their real estate license given? Yeah, like, yeah, there's just so many of them out there. Like, why, why would I be any different from the thousands of realtors already on the, even the state of, um, in, in Oahu. Mm -hmm. I guess from my perspective, I would pivot off of the profit objective for a second. And I love to learn mm. right? as an educator, um, as a student, yeah. I love to learn. And so if there's an opportunity for me to learn something, um, then I'm usually about it, but if I'm interested in it and there's a high profit incentive, then sure, yeah, yeah. why not? That comes along with it then. Who's going to argue about that? If, if there's anything um, about your school that stands out, because there's also um, all these other schools that exist, right? Mm -hmm. but, but what makes your school special? Yeah, so I think there are about 16 providers for um, real estate pre-license courses. Yeah. Um, I'm probably the youngest owner mm. of a real estate pre-licensed school. So my courses are um, approved by the Hawaii Real Estate Commission. Nice. Yep. So there's a, it's a pretty extreme vetting process. Mm. And it was about a 48-page application that we went through. Yeah, wow. But oh I, had to, I had to show um, <laughs> years of experience in the business, years of experience as an educator, and um, had to submit my entire curriculum to right, the state right, of right. Hawaii. So we were approved by the Real Estate Commission and the DCCA, that's the Department of Consum Commerce and Consumer Affairs. Yeah. What, yeah. Is, what does the journey look like for, for these new um, potential licensees? So once their application gets accepted, mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a fee or whatnot, yeah. but yeah. Um, are there, is there a series of classes? What's the, what's the length? Um, what's kind of the expectation? Yeah, that's a yeah. great question. Thanks for asking. So what actually differentiates my school from other pre-licensed schools is I will pick up the ball where other licensed schools left mm, off. Yeah. So most pre-licensed schools will take you to passing the test and then you're on your own. Yeah. Go, like, go figure yeah. out how to be a successful realtor. <laughs> yeah. But because my heart is actually for mentorship through career training, mm -mm. I'll take them from zero license to license yeah. and then, hey, come with me. Nice. Like I'm an active sales agent yeah. on probably one of the top producing teams in the state of Hawaii. Wow. And we've got a lot of business. We're, we're giving out leads. Mm. We're offering training. And if you want on the job training, um, lots of people are going to pay for it. Sure. You can, you can get paid yeah. while you're on the on job. Wow. Training. Yeah. Do you see the majority of people that kind of graduate or get their license? Do a lot of them actually end up working with you or, or uh, sticking with your company or they do, do. They end up going? So I started mentoring last year. Okay. And gosh, I don't want to talk about yeah, numbers too much, but sure, they, sure. Yeah, they, they did really well. Wow. Um, some four of my first year agents have exceeded 10 million in sales wow. in the first year. I mean, that's telling, right? Of, of uh, just the, the um, yeah, just 
the what's the word the the success of what you guys are doing right in yeah. terms of teaching and them what they need to know and you know i them. i do i do want to give glory to god in this because what whereas we do feel like we're really good at what we're doing yeah um we we also understand that we're very fortunate mm. and we are very blessed definitely um, and we we actually do as a team uh, we have a few ministries that we choose mm. to invest in wow. and to donate to. Yeah. Uh, one of them is an orphanage in Uganda. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And so our team um, pays for a lot of the expenses for this orphanage. That's and so neat. So not only is, is a, your mentorship program making a difference in these new agents' lives and their careers and families, but just the even just the world wide impact right that yeah. you have too through partnering with these other organizations and just having that that uh, heart to give um yeah. what's the what's the or the fulfillment or the gratification from you that you receive once you see one of your you know very own um yeah just from a to z just watch their growth and just watch them excel and just release them yeah one of my guys um before he got licensed came to me and said you know i want to I want to build an investment portfolio. Yeah. I want to own rental properties. That is the reason that I'm mm, getting my real estate license. I love that. License. I love that. It sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he came in and we went through training and he right out the gate, he started seeing a lot of successes. Wow. And a few months ago, he bought his first duplex. Nice. In Hawaii. And I wanted to celebrate with him. He didn't really think it was a big deal. He's, he's a workaholic. So he's mm. very <laughs> nose to the grindstone all the time. I said, no, I'm going to take you out because this is a big deal for me. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you are buying your first investment property mm. is a big deal to me. It is, yes. So it's a rite of passage, right? Yeah. It's a celebratory moment, especially yeah. as a for a mentor. But yeah. yeah, if I was in his shoes, I'd be like, hey, drinks are all me. <laughs> Awesome. Um, what else do you have going on? Uh, you have the, you ha yeah, just you as a broker, as a as a mentor through your real estate school. Mm -hmm. um, how else are you are you keeping yourself busy? You mentioned investments, your own your own portfolio, and mm -hmm. um, yeah. So we we're talking a bit before the cameras turned on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the cameras. It's great. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> about how um, the way that things are moving mm. is if you're not educating yourself on video production, mm -hmm. on content production. Yeah. Gosh, a, a lot of people in various industries are gonna get wiped out. Oh my gosh, yeah. And I'm seeing that in real estate too. Yeah. Um, people are starting YouTube channels, um, mm -hmm. Instagram reels. I love how you've been very intentional too with your own um, social media feeds, right? With educational pieces or maybe there's different milestones that you're celebrating yeah. from your own guys but you just being very vocal in that sense right yeah. having that presence um if somebody's not in that game right now um yeah like how, how i mean it's kind of weird if they're not right yeah yeah um what i think is going to happen is a lot of the realtors that have had a lot of success in say 80s 90s yeah. 2000s um they're probably going to retire soon mm -hmm. and part of it is just time but the the learning curve for all this stuff that we're getting into that you're getting into yeah. that I'm getting into it's a lot to learn man it is <laughs> it's and not a lot of people who've had success maybe mm -hmm. in the last 20 years yeah. have the smoke to keep learning something new yeah and right. it's constantly changing video gear is changing the yeah. the, the the distribution channels are all changing yeah. there's there's new 
um, social media, TikTok, uh, mm -hmm. all, all, all these new applications, right, that weren't in existence five to ten years ago that we're just having to, yeah, stay on board just to even stay relevant, right? And the consumer base is getting younger. Yeah. And so the, their consumption of the newer technologies mm -hmm. increases. And with Meta, I don't even know what's going to happen with Meta, Sheesh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah. uh, rebranding, restructuring. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say. Uh, you know, you might even see, um, what's their virtual reality? A or a Colis? Or, I almost uh, said a Colis. <laughs> 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 uh, but they have, they have that VR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you just started seeing them use tools like that for open houses for, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. Virtual tour with a headset. Yeah, I mean, COVID was one of those things that really, uh, it just kind of woke people up to say, hey, like, yeah, we have to take advantage of these tools, video, cameras, more than ever before. So something that I noticed as we were talking earlier was with COVID, right, the world all of a sudden got more global, yeah. right? Because of the technologies mm -hmm. that people are using to get in touch. But ironically, the world is also getting smaller because mm. you're telling me about your house church, yeah. right? And mm -hmm. how um, we're getting out of big worship settings in, in some cases, yeah. out of big worship settings and getting more um, intentional. Intimate, yeah. Right. Right. And it's, it's, it's such a wild um, oxymoron it is. of the times. <laughs> yeah. The world simultaneously got bigger and smaller at the same mm. time. It was almost like a test in a sense to see, hey, like what are the things that are, I mean, I feel like there's a kind of a whittling process that's happening where okay. a lot of the things that we used to think were so important, we're kind of coming back to actually like a lot of really basic things, right? Whether yeah. it's like, you know, maybe we were doing more videos in, in church or more uh, production things, but actually what's really mattering now is just abiding in God, for, right. for instance, right? Right. Um, and then like you said too, like even with the social media and stuff like that too, like, yeah, um, being more insular because of this virus kind of going around, but actually being more connected to more people than ever before because of how lever or how technology could leverage that. Yeah. And so for you, um, I, I'm, I'm not asking you to predict the future or anything like that, but what do you uh, 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 project, I guess, like the next, uh, not in terms of the market, because no, no one really knows like where the market is going, but maybe more so um, uh, uh, just the, the climate in terms of how you're going to go about uh, doing business into the new year and just things that you're kind of projecting, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, from a market standpoint, Hawaii is a global marketplace, right? It's a little different from, say, Kansas yep. or Kentucky. Or... You say Hawaii anywhere in the world, like everyone lights up, right? Yeah, yeah. And with that, we have buyers from all over the yeah, world. Definitely. Um, we have buyers from other states. We have buyers from other countries. Mm -hmm. um, right now, there are a few countries that have not been active in the Hawaii real estate market. Mm. Um, Japan is still kind of locked down. Yeah, just down. because, right. And China has stayed out. Sure. But in a matter of maybe months, um, the Asian market is going to come back into right, the buyers. Right, right. Yeah. Side. And that's actually where a lot of the money is, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, when you talk about China, Japan, Korea, um, I mean, I remember there were seasons where people would just be purchasing like floors of condominiums, right? Just because they just had so much cash, right? Yeah. To, yeah. And, and then they weren't even living in these places, but it was just more so for investments or yeah. 
laundry. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when people ask me, is our prices going to drop? Um, they, they may drop mm -hmm. um, in Hawaii, not as bad as other places, but because our inventory is always outmatched by the demand, yeah. um, that, that preserves the property values. Sure in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, I want you to uh, dispel this myth. Um, okay. You always um, have people saying, oh, well, you know, in a buyer's market, you should be buying. In a seller's market, you should be selling. In the seller's market, I've had so many friends make astronomical, crazy purchases during this time. Right. And, yeah. and in buyer's markets, I've seen people make amazing sales at that time, too. So is there a best time to buy? Is there a, a market that's more favorable depending yeah. which side of the coin you're on? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and if we're talking purely in terms of investment, right. then sure, there can be a better time to buy. There can be a better time to sale. Mm. But as far as real estate is concerned, we can't detach investment from the necessity of, I need a roof over my head. Mm. Yeah, right? that's like first and foremost, right? So if somebody needs a home, they're going to get yeah. a home, whether mm -hmm. it's buy or rent. Definitely. Um, so yeah, we can't detach the investment aspect from the um, necessity right, aspect right. of real estate. Yeah. Do you see any kind of decline? I mean, I think Hawaii is one of those rare um, places in real estate where I've just, at least in my limited uh, education and knowledge, I've just always seen everything on the up. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe like with, with 2008 or, or, or other crisis uh, economic environments where you've seen other markets take a little bit of a hit. But for some reason, I feel like Hawaii has always been one of those places where eh, we're on a rock. Um, you only have so much. You can only build up, right? Mm -hmm. But um, just, just the value of every property um, having incremental growth um, yeah. over time. Um, related, I can tell you that sellers tend to ease off. Um, from infusing the market with inventory yeah. kind of in November and December. Oh, okay. Mostly because we're busy, mm. right? So you might see a bit of a drop of inventory yeah. kind of in the fall and into the winter, which could mean there's going to be an opportunity for well, once buyers. Once New York hits, then it's like, oh, game on, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And then once people finish their taxes and, yeah. right, there's like these certain kind of uh, 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 times in the year where just maybe they get their tax returns or you're um, absolutely correct. Yeah. So after tax season and into the summer yeah. is when we see a lot of activity. Absolutely. Kaleo, we're down to our last few minutes. Oh boy. So fast, right? Like I feel like our conversation has just started, but I want to just kind of give you uh, time to shine. Right. Okay. And so if you could address this camera right here, um, just, yeah, just want to give you the freedom, whatever's going on, whatever you would love to just pitch or promote. It's all okay. yours. Okay. Um, so I just started the Hawaii Institute of Real Estate. It is a pre-licensing school, but we also do mentorship. And that's, that's just my biggest heart is for, um, sharing what has helped me over the last few years and being able to see my friends and, um, people that I care about really succeed in, in various areas of life. So the approach that we take, um, in our classes, it's, not so much a narrow path of this is how you be a great realtor, but we broaden it a little bit to a holistic level. And this is how you, this is a good practice for a person, right? It's a good practice to be industrious. It's a good practice to, um, 
be able to control the words that are coming out of your mouth, being able to um, direct a situation while caring for your client, and also making sure that you get the job done. Um, I do want to give a shout out to my mentor, Tony Kawaguchi, for giving me the opportunities um, that working with him has allowed me. I do want to shout out um, to my first generation of um, students. You've really shown me uh, a lot of joy and satisfaction in finding my path. So weirdly enough, the, uh, the teacher remains the student. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that never stops, right? Never stops. That never stops. Ideally, so the true yeah. mentor or the true teacher. Kaleo, I just want to just thank you for, um, yeah, just being able to take um, your own hunger, your own desire to learn and your growth and experience yeah. and success, right? To want to uh, be able to pour back out and yeah. see others probably even excel even more in their, in their own right yeah. or in their own way. Um, but just thank you for, yeah, just your heart and your time um, to just share from your experience and uh, looking forward to many more conversations yeah, thank to come. You. Thank you for setting this up. Absolutely. And I was a little nervous about the uncut and the no yeah, edits. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, where do you go? Like, you know, if we curse, if we yeah. write, like, what but do you a, do? It's a but super genuine experience. It's very so. genuine and Thanks, I Alex. feel like it's as organic as it gets. But just want to thank you and thank you guys for listening. And Thanks I'll have Kaleo's information links below in the description box. And until next time, see you guys. Instamotion. I would love to thank you for hanging out with us here on I Am Talk. Hit the subscribe button to stay in tune with our channel. Oh, and don't forget to tap that bell icon to get notifications on the latest episodes coming your way. We're always looking for the next guests to talk story with here on I Am Talk. So if you just shoot me an email at alex at I'll be sure to shoot a guest application your way. Well guys, it's all for now. Until our next episode of I Am Talk, this is Alex and I'm out. Peace.